Hey, are you ready to grow your business? You have checked out the number one resource for business leaders, entrepreneurs, startup founders, and managers. And we're going to teach you how to grow and scale your business with real actionable steps. There's no fluff in this podcast. It's just good advice. Check out this episode. If you're a first-time listener, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And if you enjoy this episode, leave us a five-star review. Today's episode is with Eric Cabral, who's the host of the Entrepreneur's Circle podcast. You can check it out on any podcast platform. It's got over 200 episodes. He's also the founder of On Air Brands. If you've been looking to take your entrepreneurial talent to the next level and get booked on shows where you can talk about all the amazing things you're doing, Eric can help you do it. We're talking about the entrepreneurial journey today on the show, including what makes some of the work that Eric's doing so important. Stay tuned. Here comes your good advice. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Good Advice Podcast. Now, wherever you are, you may be thinking a couple of things. First of all, you may be thinking, where do I find the right community to talk entrepreneurship, to talk business, to talk managing my business? And more importantly, if you've been thinking about innovating your business into the digital world, in the world of podcasting, uh, getting your brand out there. I mean, heck, with COVID, I think all of us have been thinking about what does my digital footprint actually look like? And how do people actually find me, hear from me, learn about me, and more importantly, actually buy from me? We're talking about all that today on the show. I'm sitting down with Eric Cabral, who he's the host of the Entrepreneur's Circle podcast, which heck, what are you doing? Hit pause on this show and go check out that show. It's got all sorts of awesome guests who've been on the show. Uh, and he also is one of the founders of On Air Brands. It's a global media agency that partners with businesses like you to find, first of all, your brand voice, and more importantly, to make long-lasting connections, more importantly, repeat customers through social media and podcasting. It's an incredible marketing tool. We'll be talking more about it today on the show. Eric, it's so great to have you here today. You're good, man. I, I like the intro. There were there were no ums, there were no stutters. It, you weren't reading it. Uh, you're you're a pro, man. I appreciate that. Well, you. you know, naturally, I've had enough episodes where like I'm introing the person, and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is, uh, and you know, you can hear like the mouse wheel scroll. You do, <laughs> what do you do again? Uh, I, I, you know, it's funny. I've actually had people, and here's what's great about you, Eric, is a couple things. First of all, it's so special to have someone on the show who I've known for a while, who's like, actually, this sounds so bad, but like a legit person, like a legit <laughs> entrepreneur, like your brand is awesome. Uh, you and I met through Pod PodMax, which is this great, um, great thing that we've been a part of. So it's great having you on, but also it's great how strong your brand is. It makes sense what On Air Brands is doing because sometimes I have people on the show who I'm like, yeah. So what do you what do you do? And they're like, uh, I don't really, I don't know. I, I help people, you know. So uh, this is a special episode for me. So whenever uh, whenever your name came across my desk, I was like, yes, we have to book him. So it's, it's great. It's to hilarious. Have you. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you for having me, Blake. It's it's interesting because, like you said, 
we've known each other for over a year. Um, and I never really tapped into the community that we built, uh, you know, saying, hey, uh, can, can I be on your show? I'd be really cool <laughs> if I was on your show. And then it happens, you know, through the universe and kismet and somebody that we, you know, we know Todd. I love Todd. Uh, said, hey, Blake could be on the show. I'm like, I know Blake. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, then cool. Why don't you just guys go coordinate? But yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, I need you to introduce me to people I don't already know. <laughs> I can't yeah, reach yeah. out to Blake. <laughs> but yeah, I appreciate you having me. It's so cool. Well, and it's great. You know, um, it's it's the world of podcasting is so interesting. And I think I think today's episode is going to be really great, especially for business owners who they, I mean, this momentum has been building for a while. And I think many business owners who maybe have never really thought of themselves as podcasters are now suddenly realizing, hey, there's actually, not only is there an opportunity here for me, it could actually be very lucrative for my business. First things first, is it too late to start a podcast? <laughs> it's never too late to do anything, Blake. I, um, I, I would also ask anyone who's thinking of writing a book, you know, is it too late to write a book? Or, you wow, know, like, that's great. There are billions maybe trillions of books out there in existence. Uh, if you don't believe me, go go out and, and look at this thing that the, <laughs> I, I can is a fossil dinosaur called okay, Barnes and yeah. Noble, <laughs> where you can walk in and there's books galore. I yeah, mean, how about that? no author or no writer has ever said, are there enough books out there? Uh, they write the book. So the thing is, podcasts are very similar in that sense. But then Blake, I also want to, I want to, you know, highlight to anybody who's out there who has a business or starting a business and they they hear the term podcast, right? And it sounds a bit antiquated uh, when I first got into it because I was like, who buys iPods anymore, right? It's it's transitioned. It's more metamorphosized into something else. Um, and I don't even necessarily think it's a podcast at this point. It is a content creation hub. It is mm. it is a place for you to to show the world what you can do by turning on the camera, turning on the mic, and adding value in someone's life or business. So then, can we really truly call it a podcast? You know, because it is if you're doing it right, creating content for you, for your brand, for your company, and for the people that are watching and listening and absorbing. But then it's also being created if you're doing it right. Like I said, as micro content. Across yeah. all channels, across all platforms, and that's the magic of you know air quotes podcasting. Well, let's 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 pause it for a second. Talk to me a little yeah. bit about you know how did on air brands come about? Because you're you're doing a great job talking about really the the motive and the um, you know why would someone want to get into the world of podcasting? You know, I'm assuming at some point you had this light bulb moment that was like, yeah. oh man, wow, like this. Like managing on-air brands, like creating this, this is something that has a real need in today's market. Talk to me a little bit about the origin story and and how yeah. you how it came about. Yeah, thanks for asking. Uh, it's 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 an interesting story because, you know, as you know, I, I was in corporate America for over twenty years, and I really got I got really really good at branding and marketing and creating logos and developing brands and brand story for Fortune one hundred companies. And then I decided it's it's enough is enough. Uh, I've done this. I've, I've got way beyond the Malcolm Gladwell 10,000 hours, probably 50,000 hours of yeah. expertise in this. And I want to try something new, something different. I was being laid off for the second time. And I said to my wife, the CEO of the household, 
you know, do we have enough runway and savings for me to go explore and do something new? And she's like, yeah, wh- what are you thinking? And I'm like, real estate investing. And she's like, well, I, you're a right brain creative. Are you out of your mind? Why would you want to do that? I was like, I want to, I want to challenge. So once I got into that world, Blake, of real estate investing and surrounded myself with investors, because that's, I didn't know what I was doing. I had to put people in the room or get in the room with people that knew what they were doing. And I would just could copy what, you know, exactly what uh, their, their systems were. Um, I realized there were this abundance sort of mindset community. You know, they had no scarcity. They they understood mm. that there's no competition and that if I help you in the long term, it will help me. And I started to pour into that community because that was all I could do. I didn't know what they were doing. I didn't know how to offer value. So I would say, hey, do you need a logo? Do you need a website? Do you need some marketing? Um, and I was leading by example. You know, I created my own company called Mendado, and then I was creating my own content and I was doing everything under the sun for social media, uh, and they were paying attention. All of the investors noticed, and they would say, hey, man, um, can you help me with mine? Or I would just volunteer. I was just like, hey, I created this logo for you because you gave me your business card, and it sucked. And I'm like, well, <laughs> how, do you, how do you like this? And I would yeah. do it for free. Like, yeah. And they were like, oh. and then word got around, Eric's, Eric's helping people. Eric's helping. He's really good. And then it became a business, and I started hiring people. And then all of a sudden, it wasn't me doing the work anymore. And I had a team of people, and that's what I loved in corporate, right? I managed teams, and I loved being around people. So I was like, oh, cool, I'm creating what I love. And one day, I decided that, uh, I think it was the beginning of 20, the end of 2017, I said, I, I, I need to really double down on this personal brand that I'm developing. And I think a podcast is a big piece of it. So I created it strictly for that. Like, I need to put a, put something in place when people ask me, what is it? What are you doing? You're a real estate investor. You're a creative. I'm confused. I'd say, go listen to my podcast. And, oh, and by the way, Blake, do you want to be a, a guest on my show? Ah. And it started to snowball and started to open up doors and opportunities for me whenever I would have conversations with people. Say, hey, I'd love to have you on my podcast. I'm looking for guests. And then I met someone that said, I love your show. Can you do that for me? And then me became we and became a product and that's all we do now is we create podcasts for our clients because all the other stuff sort of went away i merged a lot of the 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 marketing and branding into podcast Mm. creation but yeah that is that is the main thing because um it's really a powerful tool that we can we can share with people so the podcast i mean you're coming up on 200 episodes um the entrepreneur's circle podcast um, on-air brands. I mean, I'm seeing I'm seeing you pop up in so many different circles. Um, is it ever a bit surreal, like seeing the momentum of it kind of take a life of its own? Dude, that that is such a good question. Um, because yes, it is it is surreal. I I often you know attend masterminds. Uh, thank goodness everything opened back up because like I, that's what I love. I love shaking hands and hugging mm-hmm. people. Yeah. And um, and people come up to me. It's the weirdest thing, man. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan or watching your stuff um, and then quoting me back to me. Or You're like, did I, I said that? Really? You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, whoa. Or like, yeah. you know, one instance, and this is a humble brag, but it's it was one of the, those surreal moments where I was on this rooftop uh, party at, at a big conference and someone said, hey, hey, guys, come here, come here. This is the uh, no like and trust guy. I didn't coin that phrase. I use it a lot. Like, you yeah. know, people need to know, like, and trust before they do business with you. Right. And a bunch of dudes from, I think they were from New Jersey, Pennsylvania, 
So we're like, hey, check this out. And then we started talking and chatting. But that is is really cool. And it's just a sign to show Blake that, you know, we're doing something right, right? If right. people are starting to come up to you and say they appreciate your work, uh, then you know you're, you're you're doing something that's that's potentially changing and, and making the world a better place. You know, this is an interesting concept, I think, like in the world of entrepreneurship, like whenever we jump into the entrepreneurial world and we're thinking about like, what do we offer? Like, how do we sort of um, lay our mark or leave an impression that hope the people will pay for? And it seems like the people who are doing really well, like yourself, not that it's been easy, but it's it seems like it's been natural to you. Like you're you're sharing concepts, you're sharing things that make sense to you. And not that it isn't insightful, but it's 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 natural to you. Then other people are being like, oh my gosh, like that, that, you know, like you said, they're quoting it back to you. Like it's really making an impression on them. Do you ever think about like that? I don't know if it's called it, if we'd call it like a disconnect, but like that weird world of this is so normal. But for other people, it's it's impactful. It's extraordinary. It's something that I maybe I would be willing to pay for. Yeah, it's um, I forget the saying, and if I do remember it, I'm I'm sure to butcher it. Um, but you know, when you, <laughs> I can't even remember it, Blake. But it, it, it's something <laughs> to the effect of when you become an expert at something, you often um, take it for granted, and you you talk about it in a way where other people. Um, they hear it and see it and perceive it differently yeah. because you're so you're so in it, you know. You're so so then you can lose people at times, and you have to kind of remind yourself where am I, and how do I explain this in a way uh, for someone who's just entering the game or someone that's a new entrepreneur, you know. Especially when you talk to marketers and they start jumping into like algorithms and mm -hmm. Facebook and Click SEO and, and all that, that yeah. stuff, yeah. And they're speaking this language, and they often forget. That um, hey, you're 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 ten years ahead. You're light years ahead of somebody that's just starting. So slow it down a little bit. Um, you know, in in and you mentioned before the mic turned on my other show, Capital Hacking, with my business partner, uh, Josh McCallan. We um we often have to say like stop. He stops me or I stop him and say, hey, no listener left behind. Let's explain <laughs> that concept that you were yeah. you know just a hundred miles an hour. Let's go back and sort of like you know leave some breadcrumbs so people can follow along. Yeah, and Josh Josh has been on the show a couple of times and has always been a terrific guest. Yeah. Um, going it's back to something, lightning. Yeah, and he has <laughs> so many children, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I feel like every time now. I talk to him, it's gone up like an additional number. I'm <laughs> like, you met him, I think yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is going he's, on here? <laughs> he's figured it out. He's, he's hacked, uh, you know, creating yeah. children. <laughs> and, and here I am. I'm drowning with one kid. I'm like, how do I? How do I do? You know, please help me. But um. You know something you mentioned earlier. It's just, it's such a great concept. No like and trust. It, it feels like when I'm talking to business owners who like they get the concept or or they they understand the opportunity there is with podcasting and with social media and digital content. But then when it comes to like the actual, oh, I have to you know I have to actually do that. Like I have to actually record for an hour. Like I have to you know I don't want to get my face on a camera. Um, it, it almost feels like there's this, like, um, man, I'm trying to think of how to articulate it. Like intellectually, it's like, okay, yes, I get the value of it, but then business owners, it's like, I just don't know if I want to invest the time for that. Or, or many of us know, like launching a podcast, like you don't, you don't launch your first episode and now Spotify is calling you for like an endorsement. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I mentioned you have almost 200 episodes. This podcast has 
Uh, by the time this episode is live, it's probably going to be 250 episodes. I mean, it Congratulations. is. Thank you. Yeah. But it's, it's, I mean, this is years of, you yeah. know, publishing. So help me parse those two things together. I mean, it's, it's great opportunity and yet it really takes intentional effort, right? It takes work. Yeah. Yeah. The first thing we do when talking to somebody who is a potential client or someone that's trying to find answers and if it's the right vehicle for them is time. Like, do you have the time and the passion and the energy to invest in this? Because once you start it, you can't stop it. If you stop it, then it it clearly won't work for you, right? Um, you have to commit to it. You have to commit, I always say, at minimum six months to 12 months to see what it can do. And the thing is, you don't know unless you do it. You don't know unless you try. Uh, as, as in with anything in life, right? Um, you have to at least sort of go through the motions and the activity and then start to understand, oh, this is what everyone's talking about. So yes, understand and know that there's a commitment uh, for you if you start a podcast uh, that isn't going to happen overnight. It's the long tail. You have to know that um, it's going to do a lot of wonderful things and it is something that uh, is is tried and true for me anyway. Uh, there are people there. It's just not for them. Like you said, they they're not comfortable. They're not comfortable in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. uh, they they're very self conscious. Whether it's their 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 visual or their, their mm -hmm. audio or something. Um, they have a raspy and, voice. Yeah, or Seinfeld. Uh, they're a, they're a I, low talker. You know, I don't know. A low talker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bit of advice for those who do want to get into it and uh, they feel like they could have the confidence or use this as a tool. A lot of people do uh, to build their confidence and and to get on the stage, the virtual stage, because you know, isn't that the second most feared thing uh, to humans yeah. is like death and then yeah. I think public paying taxes is up there somewhere. I don't taxes. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, so I would recommend that you you practice, right? You you practice, maybe you turn the camera on, you record it. The challenge is becoming overly critical of yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to understand that your first episode is going to be light years uh, away and different from your 200th episode right? because you're going to, in real time, witness your development, your evolution uh, as a speaker, as a, as a, as a thought leader, as, a, as, as somebody that can, you know, bring their thoughts to the mic and the camera much quicker. And you'll notice that it's helping you in conversations, in having business uh, meetings, mm -hmm. in, in, in negotiating with a potential customer or client. Your skill sets played out in a podcast is a tool for you to improve, mm -hmm. right? And whether they go live or not, I, I think going live is definitely an aspect that um, has power uh, that that you can you can feed off of. But definitely, that's just one aspect, Blake, uh, that I don't think I've ever spoken about. Hmm. Do you ever feel like you're, cause, cause I'm thinking about like the way on air brands is helping its customers. And then on the other hand, I think about like, like I saw an ad on social media that, and it, I mean, I'm sure Facebook knows I have a podcast now, but uh, it was some ad of a guy who was saying like, Hey, do you want to start a podcast? Well, you know, you could start a podcast tomorrow and be in the top 100 in 30 days. And so like, I see stuff like this, like, do you ever have a tough time, like helping customers have the right expectations because it, it almost feels like as entrepreneurs we're kind of battling against digital guruship 
you know, we're yeah. like, everyone's putting out these timelines and they're saying, oh, I mean, you can do one episode and that's going to, you know, generate six figures for you. And it's <laughs> like, you're just like listening, like, where does this, but then I think I've met entrepreneurs who have, you know, they've bought those programs, they've paid for those programs. And then they're like, what the heck, why didn't this work? So there's two types of people, right? There's there's the person that wants to hack through life, right? They they want to do something in 30 days or less or 90 days or less. You know, I want to write a book in 90 days. Uh, or I want to lose weight in 90 days, you know, lose a hundred pounds, right? That's a hack, right? That's a short term gain. <laughs> yeah. So you may get to that goal you may lose that weight, uh, or you may write a book in 90 days. You will kill yourself to get there to accomplish that goal. But the big problem is when you, when you create a goal for yourself, you're not inventing the person that you need to become in order for it to have longevity. So for me, a podcast always is an opportunity for someone to commit to something and then experience the journey and understand and know and manage their expectations that it is not a short-term hack to get to sales, to, to build a community. All of this takes time. So no matter what someone says to you, it is a hack and it is probably not going to work. Most likely won't work for you. And if you're that type of person that does dieting and, you know, like these one-time sort of uh, deals and you jump in and then like you, and then you're like, why didn't this work? Or, uh, you know, I, I gained all the weight back. Well, it's because you're not putting in the energy and the effort to become, to transform into what you need to be in order for it. So like I'm listening to, I'm probably just quoting the book that I'm writing, uh, listening to right now, <laughs> which is James Clear's Atomic Habits. Oh, yeah. And he talks about two types of people where they're both smokers that are quitting smoking and a person comes up and says, Hey, Blake, uh, you want a cigarette? And you say, uh, you know what? I'm trying to quit. And then it goes to the other person and says, Hey, you want a cigarette? Both trying to quit He goes, no, I'm not a smoker. So the thing is you have to become, and you have to embody and understand and trust that you are that person. Like if you're going to say, I'm going to run a marathon. And the thing is, I'm going to, you don't, people don't often say I'm going to be a marathon. Run. I am a marathon runner. Right. And then that is the hack, but not a short term hack. It's the long term. It almost feels like the world of entrepreneurship is so, um, it, it's so conducive to like that self discovery of like figuring out like who you are. And I mean, I don't know about you, but like me personally, when I, I thought I had been through like some hard things, but when I became an entrepreneur, I mean, it has been the most challenging. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm very comfortable around people, but then suddenly I was nervous pitching. I was nervous selling. I realized I had a very negative perspective on money and wealth mm -hmm. and taking someone's money. Um, not taking like I robbed them, but you know, so, <laughs> someone paying me, yeah. I had a very like, yeah. and so I was offering so much stuff for free yep. and I had to start to rediscover my identity on this journey of entrepreneurship, yeah. which, you know, I, I don't know if everyone's in it for that. I don't know if everyone is, is, um, and I don't mean that in a high and mighty way. I just, I think a lot of times what we see on Facebook or, you know, Facebook's not very cool anymore on TikTok or Clubhouse or what have you is this, <laughs> this very sexy, like entrepreneurship. It's amazing. You know, yeah. and then we don't actually think about all those growing pains. Yeah. The thing is entrepreneurship uh, is sexy, right? Everybody loves the word. Everybody's using it. Heck, I use it as the name of my podcast. Uh, but the thing is you have to understand that being a business owner is going to take a certain type of person that 
for myself, I had to become that person, right? I had terrible habits uh, in a W-2. I had terrible habits of sleeping in, eating the wrong food, uh, watching too much television, uh, just hanging around with the wrong people. It was a lot of uh, soul searching and a lot of exercise and creating new habits for me to realize that this is who I need to become in order to become a successful business owner. And they always say, you know, the cliche, success leaves clues. Well, those people are successful for a reason because that formula works. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, getting up early, you know, exercising, meditation, yoga, prayer, whatever it is, those are the hallmarks. Those are the foundations for you just to get started and to continue. Like, because if you don't become those things, you're not going to stand, you're not going to withstand the test of time. And when, when, when something gets thrown at you and you will be tested, absolutely, then how are you going to power through that? You know, how are you not going to yell at someone? How are you not going to yell at your spouse? You know, like I was, that was me, bro. Like I was yelling at my wife or I was punching the wall because I was ridiculously stressed. And I'm like, something needs to change. Either I go back to work and be miserable, you know, building wealth for someone else, or I transform myself into someone that can do this, (laughs) that can accomplish building a, you know, multi-million dollar business. I can't even imagine that side of you, by the way, just, just from my interaction with you. I mean, you're such like a a positive upbeat, like when you're in the room or like the zoom room, I'm like, yeah, like I'm vibing off this guy. Uh, go to, it was terrible, dude. That was bad. You know, something I'm curious a little bit more about your story. I mean, you, it feels like I talked to so many people who they have a similar story as yours of, um, the corporate world really being unfulfilling and not really scratching that entrepreneurial spirit that you had. And in, in today's day and age, I managed to put out a post today on um, uh, the great resignation that's happening as people are like, hey, I'm quitting. I don't want to work here anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. And so it's it's happening in mass. W- what is the corporate world missing that is causing so much talent to step out and start their own thing? Yeah, it's such a good question. And I'm sure there's many, many answers. Uh, I I would say the one thing that rises to the top for me is leadership. Um, You often have people that are leading the charge, but they're not leading, right? They're indecisive, they're insecure, uh, they have a lot of baggage. You know, there's, there are people that are in management uh, positions that shouldn't be managing, frankly. Mm -hmm. They're not good people. uh, They're not good people, people or people person, um, they don't understand the quality of life or work-life balance. Uh, they, they're, they're, they live in a scarcity mindset where, you know, they think like, oh, okay, if you rise to the top and you, you climb up the corporate ladder and you move up a couple rungs, that's going to affect me. You know, mm-hmm. you're, 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 you're threatening me now. So they, they, they not physically, but, you know, uh, figuratively, hold you down, right? They push you down so that you don't accomplish and achieve. Now, uh, in its defense, I learned a, can I swear on this podcast? Yeah. (laughs) A a crap ton. I I, I learned a lot, right? On their dime. I I learned how to manage teams. I learned how to build culture. Um, I got really good at my craft to the point where I was like, I don't need to prove myself anymore. Uh, I'm really good at this. Now now it's time to to, to evolve and and be a manager because I was always fighting that. They were always trying to promote me to be that and manage teams. I was like, ah, I don't I just want to do the work. Leave mm-hmm. me alone. I just want to keep my nose to the to the keyboard and 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 be a pixel monkey. Yeah. <laughs> and um and I was happy with that. So 
the thing is, I think that's what it is. It's it's leadership, it's culture, it's everybody rowing on the same oars. I, I love small companies uh, versus the big because when you get really big and you become like a million, millions or billions of dollar corporation, uh, the the path to leadership and access to leadership at the top is 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 close to impossible. You know, mm-hmm. because there are so many people in the organization. You're dealing with, you know, the managers of a manager of a manager of a manager, um, and they don't need to perform at a high level, Blake. They don't need to because that's the other challenge is it's an environment and an ecosystem of people that just put in enough, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, they, they figure it out. And this is what I got really good at, getting into a job, never giving them 100% and trying to figure out what amount I can give them that will make them happy and then give me enough time to goof off, mm-hmm. you know, like, so I can go surf the internet or I can go, you know, hang out and go have long lunches. You know, it was like more social for me uh, yeah. versus, and that, you know what? I did pull from that being really good at talking to people and socializing <laughs> and making friends. But yeah. the thing is, um, that's the unfortunate side effect and thing that happens within corporate America when it gets really, really big. You, it's easy to hide. Yeah. It's and it, hide. it's contrasted with, you know, entrepreneurship where, you know, at the end of the day, the success of your business, I mean, you're the one jumping on the podcast, you know, it's your voice behind the microphone. So that money that's coming in is so directly tied to what you're doing. Um, we're, we're running a bit out of time. Uh, talk to me a little bit about where do you see on-air brands going? I mean, we, we know it's an awesome place for people to start their podcast, to really grow their digital brands. Where do you see it five years from now? Oh, geez, dude. I, I wish I could uh, predict five years. Uh, things happen so fast. You know, like I'm like, okay, we're going to do this in three months, six months. And then it happens in like two. And you're like, what happened? So mm. um, I think just 2022 is going to be completely insane for us. Um, we're we're on our way to a seven-figure, uh, multi-seven-figure by definitely five years uh, to the point where, um, you know, sky's the limit, Blake, you know, there we're, we're working with other big companies that don't necessarily do what we do, uh, but they love what we do. And, you know, maybe we partner with them. Maybe we get, maybe we get acquired by them. Who knows? But that is probably a conversation, um, that will happen sooner than we think, uh, just because, uh, Developing, here's the here's the bit of advice that I can give to anyone out there who's starting a business that's at a level where um, wow, we're, we're we're creating a lot of value and 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 the good thing about that, if you're doing it right, is you're gonna make a lot of money. <laughs> so <laughs> so once you start making a lot of money uh, and you have systems and teams and processes like like tight as a drum, and that's what we've been doing over the past several months, is just really, really honing in on on making everything so tight that you know nothing can really break the machine mm-hmm. so i highly recommend doing that like incorporating here's one of the things that i learned really uh recently is what is your operating system to your business and by that i mean have you read gina wickman's traction have you read rocket fuel mm-hmm. so there's an operating system to your business that will make it run like an efficient, well-oiled machine. And that is the process that we're going through. And that is the process for us to scale because any business, you can have a great concept, you can have a great product or service, but it's crap without mm-hmm. systems and processes, right? Because you'll never go to a scale or to a, to a point where um, you're going to generate a lot of wealth. And 
the wealth and the capital hack in this case is somebody coming around and saying, Hey Blake, um, I want to look under the hood of your, your car, how much, how much you want for it. Yeah. And you know, in this sense, you know, obviously it's your business. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying <laughs> that, by the way. <laughs> Why is this guy looking at my car? <laughs> no. Yeah. I, and you know, I love that last tidbit there because I think in some, in some cases, the naive entrepreneur thinks that, um, the naive and sometimes even young entrepreneur envisions business ownership as I just wake up when I want, I just do whatever I want. I kind of pitter about. And what you just articulated is, I love that. I mean, that is exactly what I envision true entrepreneurship to be. It's diligent, it's focused, it's intentional. And for those of you who are listening who haven't, um, two great books you just mentioned, Rocket Fuel and Traction, great for your business. And it's important. I mean, it's important to, I, you know, it's funny, Eric, I was talking to a guy the other day and I was like, so how do you, what does it look like to like onboard customers? And he was like, uh, I don't know. We just go do the work, you know, <laughs> which I was like, okay, well, not really so yeah. much of a system there. So I think that intentionality is a brilliant concept that you've shared. Eric, for people who are listening, who are thinking, first of all, oh my gosh, I want to start a podcast. I want to get connected with on-air brands. What's, what's the next step for them? What do they need to do? Yeah, you can go to onairbrands.com, see what we're doing over there. And if you like that, it's easy. Eric, E-R-I-K at onairbrands.com. Just email me, say you heard me on Blake's show, and then we'll we'll set some time, chat, see what your goals are, and see if we can align with your goals. Great. Eric, it's been so great having you on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you, brother. Thanks so much. Hey, for our listeners, I'm going to put ericcabral.co down in the episode description below, as well as the link to On Air Brands. Both will be down below. You know how much I love podcasting. What the heck are you waiting on? Get your own podcast. Check it out. Learn more about On Air Brands and how they can help you with your business and getting your voice known to the world. Hey, more importantly, if you've been following the podcast and you love the podcast, stop sitting around and click that subscribe button. Click that follow button so you can keep getting good advice wherever you are. And don't forget, we are on Patreon. If you want to support the podcast, if you want to buy me a cup of coffee, I won't say no. You can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash good advice. And as always, we appreciate you listening. That is today's good advice. We'll catch you later.